Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sunny. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And, of course, we want to thank you all for listening to today's episode. And real quick, we're going to go ahead and thank our wonderful sponsor. So a huge thank you, of course, to ETB Games as well as Steel Fox Games. We also want to thank Gem Accessories and Millennium Threads. Now, there's links to all of those down below, but specifically Gem Accessories and Millennium Threads. You can find discount codes to go along with those links. And, of course, we want to thank the... (laughs) Sorry, I got distracted during my spiel. <laughs> of course, we want to thank Dragon Shield and TCG Player. We have uh, we have affiliate links for those down below. Now, if you want to support the podcast, you can, of course, click any of those links. Just It supports the podcast and helps us no matter what. And, of course, if you click before you shop on TCG Player and Dragon Shield, it supports that nothing extra to you. Also, the best way and the easiest and simplest way to support the podcast is if you're not already, please go ahead and consider subscribing on YouTube or on Apple iTunes or on Spotify, wherever you are. Maybe recommend the podcast to a friend if you know somebody that is really into podcasts and Yu-Gi-Oh! There are more of us than you think, I swear. Or they're just into podcasts and are thinking and are thinking about getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, for sure. So, now, with that said, if you would support us, we'd really appreciate it. And of course, let's go ahead and get on into today's episode. So, 
Now, I think that the thing that I want to talk about most, of course, is the uh, the Last of Us. So, The Last of Us season one has started, and I did not play the Last of Us video game. I, I played some of it. I, I didn't play a lot of it. But I got a text message that reminded me I wanted to mention it on the show. I watched the show. It is <laughs> something. It is it is it is surely something. It's very good. I'm assuming that if you've played The Last of Us, it's like amazing. But as someone who hasn't played The Last of Us, it draws you in. I'll say good. that. It draws you in. Like, like I mean, isn't that what a TV show as a medium is supposed to do? Is to draw you into the TV show? Yeah, but like, but most TV shows, it takes an episode or two, right? Yeah, it's it, a really good going. Yeah, not in The Last of Us. Uh-uh, Just, no. Uh, so it, also, it doesn't need the, the uh, two to three episode test? No. One episode. Nice. You need one episode with The Last of Us. Maybe two. But that said... There are only currently two. Ep- well, no, I think the third episode came out today as of recording. So Sunday. Yeah. So I think there's three episodes now. But if you don't like it by the end of the second episode, you're not going to. I, I can confidently fair. say that. Even though I've only seen the first two, I can confidently say that. Which is fair. I, I know a lot of there's actually a lot of series 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 shows shows. There's a lot of shows. I think it would just be series. There's a lot of series. Yeah, there's a lot of shows. Where if you don't like it by episode two or three, yeah, just give up. You're probably not gonna like it, which is what I call the three episode test. Yeah, uh, it's it's like sh- the litmus test that you have to give it. Yeah, I give every show three episodes to to hook me. If they don't, I go okay, whatever, and move on. Yeah, there are some episodes that I have to give more than three. There's some that I have to give a lot that I don't even need to give them three. I will say the the show that I will say you. It's not a three episode number. The number's much higher. Is One Piece? You have to give it thirty seven episodes. Uh, to be fair, One Piece is exactly thirty seven. To be fair, you, if you probably like looked at it as a percentile, that is probably about the equivalent of the first three episodes. <laughs> it is about three and a half percent of the show, or about three percent, give or take. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but yeah, you. I I, I found that like by the end of the East Blue arc. Yeah, thirty seven episodes is. Uh, a little under halfway or a little over halfway through East Blue. Uh, I'll say 37 episodes is in the middle of Arlong Park. Yeah, our, yeah, Arlong like be- it's it's at the emotional high point of Arlong Park. Yeah, which is when that, that's when the show hooks a lot of people. Yes, yes. It is specifically Personally, I actually think that for One Piece specifically, I think the manga is not just like a little bit better, it is significantly better. But if you were to watch the show, it's episode thirty-seven. Yeah. So now that we've now that we've rambled about something completely yeah. unrelated for five minutes, so we went to an Edison tournament over the weekend, Woo! and I personally had a lot of fun. My favorite part was the cube. Actually, what about you? Uh, I also had a lot of fun. My favorite part was rekindling people for their whole careers. <laughs> I only got to do it twice, but. But both times it was just ooh. oh, it felt good to just go rekindling. Like yeah, get, get your flamvel, fire dog magician, fire dog magician. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. They read, they read it. Oh no. So 
Round one, I played against Dragon, but it wasn't like the Dragon Control deck. It was like the Dragon Turbo deck. You know, Dragons go yeah. burr. Uh, which I won 2-0 because he bricked. Round two, I played against the slower Dragon deck, which I think is a much better version of the deck. More controlly. Yeah, yeah. It actually plays trap cards, which is kind of cool. So I think that... I think that that deck is much better than like the the combo version of the deck. But I also I I don't know. I don't I don't respect dragons as much as I should. Edison dragons anyway. Right. I think that they're like a top 5 deck, but for some reason it just it's such an unassuming deck to me. It doesn't have quite the extra deck capabilities that a lot of other decks in Edison have. And so it's like fairies. Like, I don't really respect fairies as much near as much as I should. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, the dragon deck in Edison isn't really about its extra deck. It does go in and on occasion, but it, that's not the focal point. No, no, no. It's really not. Focal point is I'm just going to drop a bunch of big dragons and you got to beat over them. Right. So I, so naturally I lost to that deck. I mean, it's a pretty rough misplays in game three, but regardless, I don't think that, I don't think the misplays necessarily change the outcome of the game, but so game so round three I played against the Lightsworn. Literally game one he had Miracle Mills into Judgment Dragon. And I don't have it, a way to out Judgment Dragon in, at that particular moment. It happens. And then game two, uh, I set up Rivalry, which was great. And then he just like he he had Armageddon Knight on field. And then I killed Armageddon Knight the next turn. Like, I didn't kill him. I just killed the Armageddon Knight. And then he miracle milled into, like, he, like, he went, like, solar recharge, charge of the Light Brigade. Oh, yeah. And milled, like, exactly what he needed. Yeah. And then just Judgment Dragon. I'm like, oh, cool. And then nuked the field, got rid of my rivalry, and proceeded yeah. to. And even though I light imprisoning mirrored next turn, it wasn't enough. It was just, it was rough. Yeah. And then last round, I played against, uh, I want to. I don't want to call it Carpath, but that's basically what it was. Where you're running like Cyber Altanans and the Machina package, but also like a Quick Draw package. Huh. And it's a very cool deck. Game one, he basically bricked because it's kind of a bricky deck. Uh, game two, I oh, game two is rough. I opened the nuts. Mm-hmm. I open it like, in, like my opening hand is. Future Fusion, Overload Fusion, Machina Fortress, Machina Fortress, uh, Ancient Ancient or Ancient Gear, Gadrotron Dragon, and another, and then like I drew a third fortress. Like it was like insane. Yeah, Jesus. So I go Fortress and Fortress to Summon Fortress, and then I do uh, Normal Summon, or and then I do Pitch Gadrotron to Summon another Fortress. And I had a third monster on board because I had 8,000 on board, but he had a normal summoned monster on board. So I couldn't OTK him. But, oh, it was gear frame. That's what it was. It was gear frame, fortress, Gadgeltron, overload, uh, future fusion. And then I drew another fortress. So I had and then you gear almost... frame, fortress, fortress. And then I normal summoned gear frame to get my third fortress. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So I don't, I, don't, I don't have lethal on board. But what I should have done... And I couldn't tell you why I didn't do this. I should have just started with Future Fusion. And then after the Future Fusion, done the Overload Fusion. Yeah. 
and then after the overload fusion, then I can do Gearframe Fortress Fortress, and that's lethal. Yeah. But I got overly excited because I was laughing too hard at how good my hand was. Oh, no. And so I end up messing up. And then he outs my board. And then after he outs my board, he he proceeded to... Um, he proceeded to brain con my... The next turn... Oh, no. The next turn, I went Future Fusion Overload. And it wasn't quite lethal. And then he overload... And then he brain con my... Uh, my Chimera Tech Overdragon that had 8,000 attack. Yeah. And I had nothing on board. Yep. And he one hit KO'd me. Yep, that'll do it. And then round, and then game three, uh, I was tilted and played badly. Yeah. Uh, My round one was actually against the Lightshorn player. You played? Sure. Yeah. Um, But he didn't get his good mills. He got he got all bad mills. Mm-hmm. The thing is, so did I. Oof. We both just kept milling our power cards. Yeah. And it came down to game one. Uh, game one for that came down to just fire dog beat. Cause I just kept him off of putting anything bigger than fire. I mean, dog. that does, that does it like that wins the game right there. Yeah. Um, the only monster he has main deck that can beat it is wolf and Jane, the light paladin. That's it. Okay. But he has to mill a wolf. He never milled a wolf. He ended up with all three in his hand. Oh gosh. And the one time he summoned a Jane and attacked, I flipped a deep prison on it. Rough. To keep, That's rough. Yeah. Uh, game two. Um, I just got I just got outplayed. Sure. That plain and simple. Game three came back down to the back and forth. Sure. Uh, but this time he was able to keep me off of stuff. Right. Um, and it came down to I have to get this rekindling off, and he had one set back row. Mm-hmm. And I checked his graveyard. I was like, okay, he's got, it could be this, could be this. I was sitting there kind of calculating what it could be. I determined it's not a threat. Okay. And I go rekindling. Mm-hmm. I get fire dog, fire dog, magician. Okay. Bottomless. Oof. I had not seen a bottomless yet this, this, this entire round. That's tough. So I lose my fire dogs. I'm sitting there the magician. He has a monster with... I was just about to ask if they fire dog in that situation, does it kill the magician too? No. It only... Because it specifically states it destroys monsters with 1,500 or more attack. Well, it says it destroys those monsters. Yeah. I, I thought it would have destroyed. I'll be honest. No, it, it, it didn't. Uh, So he was sitting there with a, with a, a Jane, who's 1,600. And if I pass, magician gets banished. Wow. So he, I, I lost, I lost round one. Round two was against this weird Machina. We it was, a, it was a weird Machina deck. I don't fully understand how it functioned, but I oh, that was that was what I was playing against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Machina quick draw thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I rekindled this man for his career. Oof. During uh, I two owed game one. I just. I just swarmed. I just like laid down a Stardust, and he couldn't do anything about it. Game two, I had magician. I had like two magicians and a fire dog, and a fire dog in hand. Mm-hmm. So I normal summoned the fire. So I rekindled fire dog, uh, made Stardust, made Colossal Fighter. He had a warrior in grave. Okay. And just pa 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 pa. Yeah. Um, round three was against another Lightsworn deck. Mm-hmm. I don't remember game one and two on that. All I remember was that in game three at the end, I had three cards left in deck. He had like six. Oh, one of the thing is 
all my magicians and fire dogs are in grave. Okay. So we're two out of three of my rekindlings. Mm-hmm. I have a one in three chance of getting rekindling and winning right here. Okay. If I don't draw rekindling, I lose. Oh, boy. One in three chance. And I announce. I let him know, hey, this is the situation. If and he goes, yeah, that's where, yeah, if that top that top cards are kindling. I lose. Okay. And I take it and I flip it, so we both see. Rough. Honest. Rough. He's like, and I was like, hey, I, I wasn't angry that it was a great game. Yeah. It, the all three games were back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. You know, uh, we would present threats, and then the other person would just immediately get rid of them. It was mm, good game. Round four, I got to buy because we had three people drop. What about round three? Round three was Lightsworn. It was Lightsworn, Weird Machina deck. Lightsworn, Lightsworn again. again. Okay. The different Lightsworn. And then I got the round four, I got the buy. Hmm. Yeah, two Lightsworn. Okay. So. Funnily enough, the first guy thought we were a Lightsworn mirror because I started that game with uh, Charge of Light Brigade and I milled like Lila. Magical stone, ex- magical stone excavation and some, uh, and then like a book of moon or something else. Dude, Lightsworn is one of those decks where I- I'll be honest. I don't think Lightsworn is that great of a deck. I mean, I lose to it every time I play against yeah. it, but that's because my opponents always have better luck than me. Yeah, For example, it's... I played four matches in the tournament and I played two matches, three matches outside the tournament at uh, when we were doing cube. Yeah. I did not win a single die roll out of seven matches. Yeah, no, no, no. It, Lightsworn is definitely a Gamba deck. It is pure luck based. There is skill in piloting it. Sure. And, and a lot of that skill comes with dealing when you get bad luck. Yes. With your mills. Ooh, excuse me. Because <laughs> sometimes you just go normal summon Lila, set two back row, pass, and phase mill, wolf, wolf, wolf. Yeah, you know, I... Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you do that. Lila set, set a back row pass, and you mill like Mirror Force, Torrential, and Charge the Light, and your one Charge of the Light Brigade. Yeah. What do you do? You know, I. I, I really love Edison format, dude. Yeah. I, like, I, I can't help it, but. Oh, my favorite engine that I tried out with your suggestion. Was the rescue was a rescue was a small rescue cat package of rescue cat, three uh airbellums, I think. Sure, yeah. Yeah, X Arabellum and the uh Ga- uh Ga- Gallus the Star Beast. Yes. Which came up once. So it, so did you like that package? Yes, that was really cool to, to do, particularly uh the opportunity to just already have a big beat stick on board. My rekindling plays are set. I can just use the rescue cat to just rip two cards on my opponent's hand. Yeah, I mean I I love it. The best play I think I ever made the entire time was I had... Actually, yeah, it set me up to win the game later. Mm-hmm. Was Magical Stone Excavation... Was uh, I had a Magical Stone Excavation, Rekindling, and... Uh, and a... Um, Summoner Monk. And I normal summoned Summoner Monk, pitched the Rekindling, because I can just Magical Stone Excavation it back later. That won me the game. Um, <laughs> against the round two. Uh, bring out Cat, bring out Airbellum, and... Uh, I actually went. That's when I went Gallus. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit for hit for, yeah, hit for some damage. Rip a card out of their hand. No, no, I didn't do Gallus. I did, I did double Air Knight Parshath. Uh-huh. Parshath, 
Arabellum. Rip yeah, two oh, cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rip two cards. Made a uh, Arcanite Magician. Uh, rekindled. Uh, at this point, I had top deck another rekindling. Uh, made a Black Rose and Activate Effect. So at this point, I have Black Rose, Ar uh, Arcanite Magician, and Colossal Fighter. Uh -huh. I pass. Uh, he he goes special. He special something. I don't remember how. And he uh, and he has he has the Mocking of Fortress on board. Okay. And he special something tributes Caius banishes Colossal Fighter. Colossal Fighter attacks into Black Rose crash. I negate with Chaos Gardener. Wait, Colossal Fighter doesn't crash with Black. Not, Rose. not Colossal Fighter. Caius crash with okay. Black Rose. I I negate. He goes Fortress attack over. Arcanite, I have already revealed Honest. He assumes I have an Honest to hand. I, I have two cards in hand. One is an Honest, and the other one is a Magical Excavation. He goes, attack. During the damage step, uh, what's the spell card that doubles machine attacks? Limiter removal. Any limiter removals. Okay. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, because I know you have another Honest in hand. I was like, what makes you say that? Because you had the first one. <laughs> I was like, a good of reason as any, I guess. And I think about it. I'm like, I can reduce the damage from 26 to 100 if I honest here. Because mm -hmm. I'm taking a crap ton of damage. I'm a, And I'm real low. And I'm thinking about it. And I just go, no, nah, you're good. Let him kill my Arcanite Magician. Draw for turn. Doesn't matter. I, uh, because because I had that, because I had rekindled and also discarded rekindling earlier. Yep. I just had the two discards for Magical Stone Excavation, which I drew my other Magical Stone Excavation. Okay. Got the Rekindling and just rekindled him for his whole career in one. Amazing. That all all facilitated by Summoner Monk and the Rescue Cat into the two Arabellums. Naturally. And later, and then in a different game, the the Gallus, the Starbeast came up because I just rumbled Summon Cat, made them Brio. Yes. Yeah, my, my favorite part really was, I think, I... I I was playing Ancient Gear Machina, so it wasn't like I was there playing the most competitive deck in the room. I was playing, I was playing Flamvel. Well, like Lightsworn, Flamvel, Rescue Cat, Pile. Yeah, yeah. You were playing like, let's synchro the deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's synchro eight the deck. Yeah. I think that I probably could have done better if I had taken things a little bit more seriously. Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I could have taken things more seriously if I wanted to, but the issue becomes, I, I don't know. I like Edison as more of a fun format where that I don't have to take seriously. Yeah, that's fair. Like, for example, I would rather play Ancient Gear Machina or X-Saber than like Lightsworn or Chaos. Right. I... Specifically, the decks that I know are good, better decks than what I usually play, but I can't really bring myself to play them, at least not right now. Like, Lightsworn, Gladiator Beast, just not my style, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. I, I, I can pilot them. I'm capable. Oh, yeah. It's just like... And I, would, I have all the cards for them. Yeah, it's but it's like, I would rather pilot something more fun like Flint. Like, like, do you have an idea how fun it is to rekindle and just get four monsters on board for free? Oh, it's it's It's, it's something. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Um, so and same thing with your with your uh, magical hat shenaniganery. Oh my 
Dude, there's nothing I love more than just... magical hats. Get and then no matter what, you just get two uh, Galgatrons. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. So dude. much fun. So, I I like doing that and I enjoy doing that. Oh, then that one Edison tournament where I brought pa- no the two Edison tournaments where I brought Pac Man from Goat into Edison. <laughs> yes. So, I I do enjoy like the wackier stuff, but like lightsaber or lightsabers light swarms uh gladiator beasts you know i don't yeah. i don't want to play burn you know i don't want to play like dragons i don't find dragons interesting as much as i like dragons i don't think i just i'm just not a big fan of the edison dragon deck mm-hmm. because yeah it's a deck of beat sticks but so is every other deck it just yeah just like every other deck can more freely get their beat sticks and you know there's decks that are like hyper competitive right I, I like black wings i just don't really have any desire to play them right now because i've played them to death yeah. same thing with zombies and uh, yeah I, i'm know. tired of Vayu turbo and Vayu turbo also right but, but, but i mean Vayu turbo is just black wings yeah quick draw i don't believe is a good deck uh no not yet well it, I mean, it was at the time it won the event junk double i think is a better deck than quick draw well, Junk Topple just being, yes, Junk Topple is another form of it, but yeah. it focuses more on Junk Warrior than it does on Quick Draw. Yes, but, or it, Junk Synchron. Yeah, Junk Synchron. Yeah, Junk Synchron. I don't think Junk Doppel is nearly as viable without tuning. Yes, unfortunately, tuning is an S. And once, once tuning becomes available, though... Yes, and like Fairies. Fairies are a good deck. Diva Heroes, good deck. Mm-hmm. But they're just not... I don't know. They've been done to death. Yeah, yeah. It's the deck that everyone else plays. Right. So, so. you know. Yeah, but, I mean, that's one of the cool things about, about Edison. Oh, excuse me. That's one of the you cool things. good? Yeah, just random burps. Anyway, that's, like, one of the cool things about Edison, though, is that there's so many decks that, yeah, like, like yeah, you're going to have, like, two people playing Light Sworn, two people on Dragons, two people on some type of black wing deck whether it be Vayu turbo or just bog standard black wings but then in the back you're gonna have a lot not even in the back just right there next to them you're gonna have people playing flamvel or some weird shenaniganery that utilizes just a random pile of cars that just so happen to have sent that just so happen to have a lot of synergy with each other yeah i think that's why i like the cube so much because then you get a lot of that shenaniganery. Yeah, you you end up finding these hilarious, weird, like, niche interactions that don't really make a ton of sense. For instance, one of my cube, one of the decks that I drafted, I literally special summon Unknown Synchron, Tribute Summon Genzo. <laughs> <laughs> they had three back row. Oh, that's goofy. And he and 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 the guy looked at me and was like, "I can't believe you just did that to me." So my cube, okay. So my cube is Edison themed. Yeah, it's got some cards that weren't in Edison, but still kind of fit the theme yeah, and the yeah. niche. So, for example, like you said, I, I have Unknown Synchron mm-hmm. in my cube. Actually, I, have, I think I have a couple of them. Yeah. Now I also have stuff in my cube that was not legal at the time. For example. I have a premature barrel. I have a monster yeah. born stuff like that in the cube. Yeah, and then you also have stuff that wasn't even out yet, like Nightbeam. 
Dude, I love Nightbeam so much. It's Nightbe like my favorite card in the entire game. Nightbeam is such cube. a fun card in Edison. Dude, it really is. I think Nightbeam specifically, it it helps your stupid combo decks in a mm -hmm. fun way. I, I don't know. I, it, I truly I mean, love Nightbeam in Edison. But I mean, Nightbeam, but the thing about Nightbeam is that in Edison specifically, <clears throat> it's it's very high high risk, high reward. Depending on when you use it, yes. Yeah, when because... and how you use it. So if your opponent has two sets and you have other stuff on board, utilizing Nightbeam there isn't necessarily the best thing. Yes, because there's so many Phoenix Wing Wind Blasts and they could just go cool. Breaks and They'll stuff. just go cool. Chain the thing you didn't target, and then chain the thing you did target, and still get full value, full value out of it. Well, yeah, exactly. They exactly. That's the issue with Nightbeam is that they have multiple back row. They can chain the the other one, and then chain the first one, or chain a uh, monster, a quick monster effect, like just randomly go, yeah, chain DD Crow, chain the thing you targeted. Right, exactly. And it's such a hilarious little. I don't know. I yeah, love that card. It's high. It's like I said. It's 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 very rewarding. If you use it intelligently, but you have to use it intelligently and not just go, it's MST. Exactly. Yeah, I, so I love it. It's it's such an interesting card. That being said, that first deck, I also drafted three copies of Upstar Goblin. So I, oh. ran, a, so I ran a 37 card X-Saber okay, deck. Okay, so we did two different drafts. We did yeah. one draft before the event and one draft after the event. Yeah. The draft before the event, I drafted kind of like... Um, it was like a, I'm not going to, what was it? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was trying to get Blackwing cards at first. Yeah. And then it just didn't work. Like, I just it didn't happens. get enough of them. Like, I got Gale. Oh, my God. But G Gale by itself does not a Blackwing deck make. No, it doesn't. You need at least Shura to go along with it. Yeah. At least Ashura. Yeah. So I I got like three individual Blackwing cards. Mm -hmm. But you were sitting next to me and I was pretty sure you were drafting out and drafting them out from in front of me. And I guess you weren't. I guess somebody else no. was. Oh, no, no, no. I no, I was I was drafting X Sabres because the first two cards I took out of my first pack mm -hmm. were both rescue cats. Oh, that's why you did that. And I was like, if I have two rescue cats, let's just go full on X Saber. Because I was see, my cube has has a 
has uh, one Dark Soul in it, too. Yeah. So for those so, that don't know, X-Saber Dark Soul was not released in Edison format, and it kind of broke the deck. It made the deck kind of nutty yeah. because... And I remember well, you had mentioned that I, there was a Dark Soul in the deck. So do you know why Dark Soul is so nutty? Not No, not really. But I remember you mentioning it, so I was just looking for it, looking for it. I, was, I had drafted, like, three Air Bellums. Like, I drafted a full X-Saber deck. The only sure. difference... Is I never got the Gotham's Emergency Call, but I got two X Saber Slash. No, you had Gotham's Emergency Call. You had you had there was only one, and you had it because I remember when I put your deck back, I was like, "Wow, you really had the whole thing." Oh yeah, thing. yeah. no, there, there was like one of the X Saber cards. Saber that, Slash. Yeah, I had two Saber Slashes, but there was like one that I didn't have because in the second time someone else drafted X Sabers, but they had Dark Soul. Yeah, that was they, me. They yeah, they had Dark yeah, you had Dark Soul. But you only had one X Saber Slash. I had two X Saber Slash, but no Dark Soul. Yeah, and I did not have, uh, I did not have Gotham's Emergency Call either. Yeah, no, or no, maybe, you did. No, I did. Okay, yeah, you did. Okay, so you hit me with it. XX Saber Dark Soul says during the end phase, if this card was sent from your side of the field to the graveyard this turn, you can add one X Saber monster from your deck to your hand. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah, no, I can see why. Now do you see why it's broken? Yeah, you can just grab whatever X Saber monster you need. Okay, but. Also, if you have a Ragigura, you can add an X Saber from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah. So if you sink her off with Dark Soul and Airbellum, yeah, you get you get his effect off again. And then if you can do it again, you do it again. It's not once per turn. Yeah. So later they errated this card to be a hard once per turn. Not to be a hard once per turn, but to clarify that it's only once per copy. Oh. This is not even once per copy. If it hits your graveyard 18 times, you can get yeah, 18 yeah. searches if you yeah. have that many X Sabers. But who's running that many? The yeah. point is, yeah, um, this card is the the card that broke the deck. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, the 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 person I was playing was Trevor, and he's just better. <laughs> uh, yeah, my first go round, I played against Joe. Yeah, I think it was Joe. I'm not sure. I know. No, I didn't play against Joe first go round. I played against somebody else. You played against Joe first go round. No, I played against Trevor first go round. Uh, sec that was no, second that was draft the second. First. Yes, that was the second okay. draft. Yes, second draft first game. You played Trevor. I played Joe. Second draft second game. Me and you played each other. Yes. First draft. I played. Maybe I had Joe first draft then. You did. Yeah. Joe first draft. You had him. Yeah. And then. I'm trying to remember who I played against first draft because it wasn't Trevor. Oh, it was Thad. It was, it was, yeah. Okay. okay. So my deck first go around, I don't even remember what it was. It was just like, like synchros. My deck second round. Okay. I started second round by just kind of grabbing some power spells and traps. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll I'll let people kind of grab what they want, so I can kind of get an idea on what everyone else is playing. Mm -hmm. And I grabbed like, ended up grabbing like a junk sync, a junk, uh, a junk, junk synchron, unknown synchron, a couple of other level ones and twos. Sure. And then I got down to like three cards, three cards left in this pack, and one of them was Time Wizard. I was like, <laughs> Time Wizard, dude. Level Time two Wizard light. is such a funny card. It came up twice. Dude, it's so silly and the funny. The second time, I didn't do its effect. The first time I did, and I got it. 
and I cleared like four monsters. So Time Wizard has these hilarious little synergies. First off, you can use its effect, which is always funny. It's level two light. Yes, so it's level two. So you can summon it off of Junk Warrior or Junk mm -hmm. Synchron. It has 500 or less attack, so you can summon it off of Debris Dragon. Yep, also, like I said, it's light, so you can also summon it off of Shining Angel. Yes. I might have to put my cube list out there at one point, at some point. So one, so what I am doing against Trevor was I set a shining angel and he had uh, three monsters on board. Mm -hmm. Ran over, second angel, ran over, third angel, ran over. Mm -hmm. Time wizard. My turn, draw, effective time wizard, got it. Dude, that's <laughs> crazy. And then against you, I used it uh, for junk synchron material. Yes. Um, and I then need it, to put a junk warrior in that cube. Yeah. Do I? I don't know if I have one in there. Or not. I didn't see one. I was I was sitting there looking because I ended up almost building just straight up plant synchro. I had uh, two, um, like my plant engine was two copies of uh, tribute to summon plant. Lone fire. Yeah, two lone fires. I had titanium. I think there's only two lone fires in that entire cube. Yeah, I got them both. I also got the titanium. I got the dandelion. You know a card I was looking for to put in that cube, and I couldn't find it until, like, yesterday. I found several copies of it. What's that? Giga Plant. Yeah. Um, and I also had Mystic Tomato oh. as another plant option. Wait, Mystic Tomato's a fiend. He's a plant. Is he? He's a plant. I did not know that. It's not yeah. that I doubt you. It's that... He's a, he's a Mystic Tomato. I don't know why I always thought he was a fiend. Because he looks like one. Old Yu-Gi-Oh! was just like that. But, like, not only that. Because, like, the Light Searcher is a fairy. It makes sense. The Earth is a Shining beast. Angel, right. Yeah, the Earth one is a beast. Giant, Giant rat. rat. Yeah. The Fire one is a pyro. UFO turtle. Mother Grizzly is an aqua for some reason. Yeah. This is the only one. This, that is the odd one out with Mystic Tomato being a plant as the Dark Searcher. Pretty sure Mother Grizzly is an aqua. No, it's a beast warrior. Okay, yeah, it's a beast. Not even a still beast. that not. It's not still not that out of compared the to you know a plant. Yeah. So what is flying Kamakiri? An insect? Yeah, it's an insect. That makes sense. It, it's a bug. Um. Anyway, so like, so then I, what I could do is if I ended up not utilizing my titanials, I could lone fire into uh, Mystic Tomato mm -hmm. to get into my Dark Engine. Dude, that's actually kind of cool. That's yeah. Sick. Uh, and then my Dark Engine could be utilized to actually get into my my shining angels if I really needed to by just kind of thinning out the deck and just kind of actually drawing into them on accident. Right. Um, so we get past round two and I've mm -hmm. selected my synchros. Sure. Getting around three, I see debris. I'm like, I already have dandelion. This is a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab a second one. Mm -hmm. We get to the end of that and I realize I have no dragon synchros. Oof. So then you gave up with, uh, yeah, so this last pack, you can, like, trade in up to two and get yeah, back up yeah. to two. I just threw away the two debris. That's so funny. And I ended, and it was worth it. I ended up getting a Raikou, and I don't remember what the other thing was, but it, it ended up going in my in my side and not getting used. So what's funny is when I did that. Cut. It was a Karma Cut. When I did that, I traded in two cards, and one of the last cards I ended up getting was a second rescue cat because I had built X Sabers. Oh yo! But what's what's really funny though is when I on the second go round my deck sucked, but not for the reason you would think. Not because I built X Sabers. No, no, no. My deck sucked because I had too many tuners. 
Yeah, I, ha I had the issues where I couldn't get into, against you, where I couldn't get any of my low-level monsters to synchro. Yeah, and like, I had, I had like 11 synchros, but I think what I'm going to do next time on the cube is make all synchros generic. Because yeah, I, I've run into the issue where... There are several synchro plays there I could have made, but I didn't have the proper tuner. Yeah, and there's some cards that are just, like, Archfiend Zombie Skull... You have to get the plague spreader. Yeah, same thing with the, with high deaths. And yeah. sometimes you you end up with high deaths or Archfiend Zombie Skull. And there's only like two plague spreaders in the entire cube, right? So, so there's there's entirely a possibility that you literally never see them. There's an entire possibility that no one ever sees it. Right. So I I don't know. I think either I might make that change or cut them from the cube entirely. I would, but I think there's such cool cards that I would hate yeah, to just cut them entirely. I would probably just say all synchros are generic, but any limitations on like, like how quick draw uh, synchron can only be used to make warriors who have a synchron as their tuna material. Sure. That still has to apply. But the weird part, right? Is that that means that, Junk sink, junk warrior, and yeah, junk archer and nitro yeah, warrior, yeah. All and turbo way warrior. more powerful, like way more powerful. Yeah, it, it's weird because, like, on the one hand, it makes the zombie synchros usable, on the other hand, it makes the warrior synchros way too powerful. Yeah, because I'm just gonna tell you, nitro warrior is like a crazy card. Oh, yes, it is a threat that that. It is a threat you have to deal with immediately. So is Drill Warrior, and Drill Warrior can dodge stuff. Yeah, so, okay, just for those that don't realize, because yeah. they've never really thought about Nitro Warrior, and I can't blame you for that, Nitro Warrior says once during each of your turns, if you activate a spell card, this card gains a 1,000 attack during the next attack involving this card during damage calc only. If this attacking card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, after damage calc, you can target one face-up defense position monster your opponent controls. Change that target to attack position. This card can now make a, make a second attack in a row on that monster. Which doesn't sound that crazy, but it it can be oh yeah no particularly if your opponent like has a big has a big monster on board and then they just set one and pass yeah because you just go cool activate a spell card and make this guy slam slam for a crap ton of damage yeah turbo warrior can represent a threat in its own right yeah it's unaffected it cannot be targeted by the effects of level six or higher or level six or lower monsters and if it declares an attack on a level six or higher synchro, you have the attack of that target until the end of the damage step. What's its base attack? Twenty-five. Yes. Yeah, so any so any literally any level six or higher synchro with five thousand or less attack, it can just run over. Or less than five thousand. Yeah, less than five thousand. Five thousand is a crash, but for nine hundred, less than five thousand, it can just run it over. Which and guess is, what? There's not a lot of those in Edison format. That's insane. Yeah. And um, it's unaffected by something like Brio or. Mm -hmm. Well, it's immune to Cataster. Well, no, no, it's immune no, to being can't targeted. Be targeted. Yeah, so yeah, mm, it's not immune to Brio because Brio doesn't target. It, yeah, it, it does. It's immune to, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's immune to Brio. But you can like run over Stardust. You can yeah. run over like Thought Ruler Archfiend. You can run over Colossal Fighter. Yeah, like a lot of those big threats, you can just run over them. Even like the the really big one. Which I would argue is Red Dragon Archfiend as far as yeah. like oh, size. Can, oh, it can run over Goyo. Yeah, it can. Yeah. Yeah, which is also a big deal. Just be able to make this guy in front of a Goyo and just run it over. 
Yeah, it, it, what I'm saying is all these cards have their like niche use applications uh, and you just don't really see it too often because of the limitations. Yeah, because of the, yeah, you're limited to the particular Synchron, except unless you're using Quick Draw uh, Synchron, who's, that's his shtick. Right. So I, I think that personally, I would say, I don't, I don't necessarily know that you can do that as far as making it, you I mean, know. Unless you were like only the zombie ones are uh, generic, because the zombie synchros aren't bad. They're not broken. Archfiend Zombie Skull is literally just a vanilla. Yeah, he's a big beefy vanilla, but he's a vanilla. But Revive King Hades negates uh, anything destroyed by a zombie. Yes, and Doom Kaiser Dragon is. Oh, I didn't know Doom Kaiser was in there. I think there's one in there, maybe. Uh, uh, or maybe I haven't put it in yet. I don't I remember. remember. He, I don't remember what Doom Kaiser does. When you special summon, you target one zombie monster in your opponent's graveyard. Special summon that target to your field in attack position, but destroy it when this card leaves the field. So it's not useful here, but it's very useful in modern day Edison because there's so much zombie running around. Not only that, um, you can also run the spell card Zombie World, which makes everything a zombie. Oh, that's true. Is Zombie World legal? Yes, if I th I'm pretty sure if Doom Kaiser's legal, because I think Doom because I think that came out in a structure deck and Doom Kaiser was, and I think Doom Kaiser Dragon was like the cover card. So Zombie World is legal. Yeah, I don't think Doom Kaiser was the cover card of a. Maybe uh, not. It might have been Archfiend Zombie Skull. No, it was. Uh. I think you're thinking of Vampire Genesis. No, there was. Does wait? Does that structure that come with a Zombie World too? Uh, Vampire Genesis structure. Because like I know there's a structure that was Zombie World. Well, let's see. Yes, I know the new structure deck with Sh Doom King Balderock. The newer one has Zombie World. There's also a Zombie Synchro one. There's a I, zombie synchro structure deck. I, I'm 90 percent okay, sure. Okay, well, was. zombie. Why don't I just look up zombie world? Yeah, and look look at all what structure decks is. I I don't know why neither one of us didn't think about that until just now. Because we're dumb and it's very late. It was Fair. introduced in zombie world structure deck, which has red eye zombie dragon. That okay, that's the cover card. Was red eye zombie. We could dragon. think of zombie monsters and zombie structure decks and stuff, but not but red we eye zombie. With this one, yeah. There's actually one hilarious synergy in that if you're you could set a pyramid opponent ran over you got a free red eye zombie dragon for, for just just slap it on board. Yeah, this 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 one had some nutty cards in it. Wow. Oh yeah, no, I actually I, I actually remember getting that one. Oh really? Yeah, I got that one and the Vampire Genesis one. So it's funny is I borrowed some stuff from a friend recently, and I was going through the stuff. And when I say stuff, I mean it's like it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. So the boxes are stacked up. It's like those 5,000 count boxes. They're stacked up to the doorknob on a yeah. door. So. Oh, uh, boy. It's like, th what is it? What do you think? Like three feet? No, it's, I think a standard doorknob is three and a half. Okay. There you go. Well, I'll say it's one, two, uh, three, three 5,000 count boxes, a 4,000 count box, and five 1,000 count boxes. Give or take. Anyway, I was going through there, and I found, like, four copies of Vampire Genesis Near Mint First Edition. Wow. It's not good, but it's cool. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a, it's a, 
super cool card. I, I, dude, I don't know why I like vampires. It, they're cool. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool archetype. Vampire Lord, though, was a good card. It was okay. It was fine. But the issue is that in the one tribute slot, just tribute summon Genzo. Yeah, or even Aeronite Parshath. Yeah, Aeronite Parshath or Genzo are just way better. Or, to be completely honest with you, even Chaos Command Magician these days. Wait, was Vampire Lord a uh, Pyramid Turtle target? Probably. Most zombies back then were. Vampire Lord, yeah. 1,500 defense. Yeah. yeah, he's a target. What's Pyramid Turtle? It has to be 2,000 or less defense? Yeah. I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely yeah. a target. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you could Pyramid Turtle, turtle it out. I wonder if you could do some kind of a cool zombie deck in GOAT format using, like, that synergy specifically. Maybe. Vampire Genesis is specifically not a Pyramid Turtle target. That would have been way oh, too you strong, you I guess. Oh, you summon anyway. I think it's, uh, it must first be special summoned. Monster. No, it just must be special summoned by banishing a Vampire Lord you control. Oh, okay. It cannot be special summoned other ways. Yeah, so you can't even Pyramid Turtle that thing out anyway. That's really dumb. You can't even... It's an unsearchable that you have to summon from your hand by banishing a Vampire Lord you control. Yeah. Okay, so you've tried out... You've, play, you've played a couple of different decks in Edison yeah, format. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is the next deck you want to build and play in Edison? Keeping in mind that you can borrow anything you want out of my stuff, um, and I have everything for every Edison deck except for frogs and fish synchro turbo thing. I don't know. Okay, I'll rattle off some options for you, and you tell me what comes to mind. Fair enough. Okay. And these are just the different Discord channels from the Edison format Discord server. Fair. Okay. Black Wings, Diva Heroes, Dragon Turbo, Fairies, Frogs, Gladiator Beast, Hero Beat, Lightsworn, Quick Draw, Vayu Turbo, Zombies. That's I'd, the competitive section. I'd probably do Hero Beat, actually, because that, that sounds like fun. Okay, Hero Beat or Diva Heroes? Hero Beat. Okay, so that's more like you're running like... Yeah, like, Gemini Sparks and Skill Drains, and I'm just going and normal... Hero Blast and stuff yeah, like that. I'm just going Normal Summon 1900 Beat Sticks and run stuff over. Exactly. Oh, cool. Normal Summon Beast King Barbaros and just Normal Summon a 3K Beat Stick. Good luck. Right. That's just... That, that sounds like fun. Rogue Decks. Mm -hmm. Ancient Gears. Burn. Really cool. Cat. Dark Calling. Just... Dark Calling? What is that? It's Dark Calling. I mean... You're running... Okay, so this deck list looks like... Oh, wow. This is a deck list, all right. Oh, what? Is it like Evil Heroes? Uh, I, Yeah, it is. Oh. So, you're running uh, Gorish Tragodia, two Evil Hero Malicious Edge, mm -hmm. three Caius, a Cyber Dragon, one Big Piece Golem. Big Piece Golem? I'm assuming Big Piece Golem is a free special summon for Caius. But he special summons himself if you control small medium piece Golem. No, I don't think. Uh, oh, it's for a Golem Fusion card. Uh, and then Elemental Hero Plasma takes the other piece of it. Got it. Big become... Piece Golem is listed as a Fusion Material on it. So you use Prisma, reveal it, and send Big Piece Golem to the graveyard so you can use it for Dark Calling. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. To make Dark Gaia. Yeah. So Neos Alias, Stratos, two Prisma, one Ocean, one Bubble Man. One Grand Mole. Grand Mole. Two Snowman Eater. Two Infernal Prodigy. Three E-Call. Three Dark Calling. 
And then like the rest of it's like a standard Ooh. hero list. Ooh, I might do that. That just sounds cool. It's janky, but it's cool. It's janky, but it, but it's. I'll cool. have to find dark callings. I know I have everything else on this list handy, including yeah. the malicious edges. I'll, I'll have to find a big piece golem too. But I know uh, I, I have might one. actually just have one of my bulk at home. I know I have one in mo my bulk before I got all of this. Yeah, pile, yeah. got my find, stuff sorted. You got to find the darn thing. Yeah. So this is interesting though. I'm, I dig this to be yeah, honest with cool. you. It's cool. Uh, so dark calling. There's cat dark calling. Dragons, fish, flamevel, gadget machina, gravekeeper, Kuraz, regular machina, plants, teledad, and exaber. Yeah, proto teledad. And then no, this is post teledad. Oh. Yeah, this is after teledad's okay. been hit a bunch. Okay. And then there's like so many theoretical decks, casual and jank decks. I mean, we're talking aliens, anti meta, assault mode. Battery Man, Black Salvo, which I think is actually a cool deck. Black Salvo is a cool deck. Cloudian, Coderus, which is... Oh, that w old water monster, huh? Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, that, that's like Umi. That's like an Umi pile. Okay, what does Coderus even say? I can't even... I, I don't remember. We'll look it up. Immortal Bushi. <laughs> Immortal Bushi? Monster Mash. I think Monster Mash is what I would do. Uh, I'm looking at Cordius. Codorus. Codorus says you can send one face of Umi you control to the graveyard to target up to two cards of your opponent control. Send those targets to the graveyard. Yeah, it's Umi control. Yo. It's just proto Umi control. I'm so down. Okay. Well, it's janky, but. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, if you're interested in any of the things that we've talked about here today as far as Edison Format, be sure to check out the EdisonFormat.com website as well as their Discord mm -hmm. server. If I'm not mistaken, they run pretty regular Edison tournaments there. So you should for sure check that out if you're interested at all in Edison Format. And let me know in the comments down below if you would be interested at all in kind of a big video detailing. It would be like an hour long but a big video detailing all of my Edison cube. So mm -hmm. if that's something that you're interested in, please let us know. And until next time, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. Have a great week, everyone. Take care, everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't go anywhere just yet. I I'm really sorry. I, I made a boo-boo. I, I made a big, big, big mistake. It's on me. Big, big, stinky mistake. I'm really sorry. I forgot to read out the patron names at the end of the episode. This is still kind of something new to us. We're still not quite entirely used to the new order of things. And we're still reworking stuff. Not Everything's not settled yet. We still don't know quite how we're going to structure everything on the show. We're going through some changes right now. And... We're, everything's not done. Things are going to get better. But uh, we did want to go back and thank our patrons because I forgot. And I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. We're trying to fix that. So a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are April Floodgate, Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzied, Kane Martin, Zyphorus, Yeet the Feet, Blackwing, Silverwind, The Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine, Best Deck, Epi, Has Anyone Actually Read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I Got Looked At Like I Was Insane, Not My Fault, I'm a Joker, I Am McLinkin, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pingo is the Best Deck, Newt Newt, Quitting the Game is a Floodgate, Sprite Farter, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, Rogue and Tier 2 are the polite terms for Bad Deck, AD, Aaron Garner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Box Wine, Bistio, Pizza Hut, Duty, Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, For Hire, Dog Turd, Herio's Pebble Cereal, I'm About to Rika, Glamour, Tribute for Cost D's Plant Nuts in Your Mouth, Jerry Beans, Man, Cam, the Disciple of Caleb's Waifu Philosophy, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Rescue Aces, Tier 1, Watch Me, 
and Santa Claus. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Like I said, if you want your name read out on the Patreon, please be sure to check out our Patreon in the link down below. So also be be sure to stay tuned for our Twitter and Discord from some, some hopefully some pretty cool announcements coming up soon. So again, thank you all so much for your continued support. And until Friday, have a great week, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.